standard regular lunch, I guess. Milk? PB and J with the crusts cut off. Well, Brian, this is a very nutritious lunch. All the food groups are represented. Did your mom marry Mr. Rogers? Uh, no, Mr. Johnson. Huh. Time for the press box. Here's your host, Ward Whites, along with Aaron Sexton. And it is lunchtime in Central Texas on this Manic Monday. After a wild weekend in college football and <laughs> the NFL and some surprises across the land and some went kind of chalk, but that's okay. That's why we love the games. As a full slate of college football, high school football, and the NFL ending last night. And, well, not ending completely because we get a bonus tonight, Aaron. Ooh, Monday night games. Two I love Monday it. Monday night games. I really do. That? I love it. That is I awesome. Will, I will be in my living room getting getting a, uh, getting a light workout in as I watch Monday night football. It's going to be nice. Should be a lot of fun. We'll talk more about that coming up in just a little bit. Baylor Bears get a win. First win of the season over Long Island University, 30-7 to after a rain delay. But Baylor did what they were supposed to do, go out and win a game that they're supposed to win, and good for the Bears. Yeah, and I, I, I just want to make two points about the game. One, for people who were like, only 30-7, to Baylor did nothing but absolutely vanilla on offense and ran at them, just concentrating on – I don't want to say the whole game, but, you know, making sure the fundamentals were there and mm-hmm. the blocking was good, and it was, and they ended up winning this game easily. Not a huge blowout, but they weren't throwing the ball deep. They weren't showing anything on offense. Mm-hmm. They were just – I think that their mindset was we can go in, out-physical, and out-athlete them, make the game pretty quick by running the ball and get out with a win, and that's exactly what happened. Now – on the other side of that, there were no big plays, even against a team that they probably could have hit some big plays against, which was disappointing. But if it means that they're saving things and not showing things that, that Texas won't see on film, then I like that. But having said all that, and this goes back to a question that a good friend of mine asked me, and his exact wording in the question was, mm-hmm. it was after Texas beat Oklahoma. And Baylor had lost to Utah and almost beat them. He said, even with as well as Baylor played against Utah, is there any version of that team that beats the version of t- that beats this version of the Texas team? And he was speaking of the Texas team that beat Alabama mm-hmm. pretty easily going away. I mean that that wasn't a last second field goal. Texas took control of that game in the second half and they beat Alabama. I don't want to say easily, but they. They beat Alabama. It wasn't fluky, and it was at Alabama. And I, I, I hope I'm wrong, and I will be here running the game and rooting for the Bears, but I just don't know that this team matches up with this Texas team. Texas gets the win again, and they move up in the polls 31-10 to 10 over Wyoming. So you, you kind of have a feeling that this team is at least trending in the right direction. Uh, I'm not going to say everything's fixed at Texas. I need a bigger sample size, but – so far, they look really, really good, and it's going to be a challenge for the Bears coming up on Saturday. And one thing you can take away from one, two things you can take away from that Texas-Wyoming game. One, Wyoming's pretty good. They're not bad. They've beaten Texas, Texas Tech, and 
going into the fourth quarter, they were leading that game, right? Or behind 10-7, one of the two. No, they were 10-10 in the third. 10-10, that's right. Okay, they were actually tied. Texas took control in the fourth quarter and ended up winning the game going away. But, uh, one, you can say that Wyoming is a lot better than I think everybody in the country thought. And the other thing is, Wyoming's not more talented than this Baylor roster. So you know that if you play well, you can stay in the game and have a mm-hmm. chance to win at the end. Yeah, I so think so. I, I'm hopeful in that regard. And, I, and you know, Coach Aranda's talk about how good the practices have been. I had someone say, well, I didn't see it in that game. Well, they didn't show it in that game. They weren't trying to. Mm-hmm. I mean, they did show it. They won. They played well. but They, they did what they were supposed absolutely. to do. Absolutely. They, they went out and won the game. There's a reason that, why, even with a two-hour lightning delays, that that game was super fast mm-hmm. because Baylor just ran the ball up and down the field. It was the old, what, three yards in a cloud of dust. Mm-hmm. That's what they did. Fun football. Uh, a couple of surprises in the Big 12. Missouri takes oh. down Kansas State. Didn't see that coming. 30-27 to 27 on Saturday afternoon. It was an awful week for the Big 12 starting next year. Mm-hmm. Texas and Oklahoma both won. Just about everybody else lost. TCU beat Houston, but that's another, you know, that's a conference game. You're talking about Iowa State losing. Iowa State lost to Ohio, which yeah. should never happen, 10-7 to 7, uh, in, uh, in just a drag of a game. Also, <laughs> rock fight. Yeah, absolutely. Uh, Cincinnati gets beat by Miami of Ohio. And, and you'll see, look, you see, you'll see Miami of Ohio and Ohio on Wednesday and Tuesday night football for a reason because they're just not at the same level as what Big 12 teams should be, but they're 2-0 and in that conference against the Big 12 so far this year. That's that's not good. How about Oklahoma State getting beaten by South Alabama 33-7? to Just embarrassed. And they Oklahoma State didn't score till late in the game to get the seven. This is me hanging on the rim just – Reminding people, actually both of us, what we talked about with the with the huge roster turnover at Oklahoma State. It remi- when we talked about it on the air, we both said it reminded us of what happened to Oklahoma before last season. You just can't lose your entire roster. You know, have 30, 30 guys leave, 30 talented guys leave in the transfer portal, bring in 15, and expect to be just as good. Mm-hmm. I figured Oklahoma State would be way down this year, and, and I think that that game proved it. Texas Tech gets a win over Charleston State, as they should, 41-3 to for the Red Raiders, and they pulled the gas off pretty early in that football game, but they did what they were supposed to do, just like you mentioned about the Bears as well. BYU. Very similar a, game, yeah. How, how about a big win for BYU? Puts them at 3-0 and over Arkansas, 38-31, to and okay. I really thought Arkansas would give them more than that. Yeah, I just I was just talking about what a bad weekend it was for the Big 12 in general and especially the, the teams that are going to be in the Big 12 next year. But it was not for BYU. That is a great win. That's a program-defining win for Coach Sataki and, and BYU coming in to the Big 12. They acquitted themselves very well and represented the conference well in a weekend where the, where the Big 12 needed it because the rest of the conference schedule was pretty brutal as far as the results. So congratulations to BYU. That's a that's a great win over a, a good SEC team. West Virginia with a win over Pittsburgh, seventeen to six, and West Virginia may be a little bit better than either of us gave them credit. Absolutely, and Pittsburgh is down. They're not the Pittsburgh that we're used to seeing that competes for ACC titles, but they're also not terrible. 
and West Virginia in their biggest rivalry game goes in and and wins that game and you're right they they're better than people including the two of us gave them credit for going into the season and they're probably I don't have any doubt that they won't finish last in the Big 12 like they were picked I I don't either and they're 2 and 1 right now I I thought they might win one game all season long. I did too. So, they beat I mean, Pittsburgh. They're, they're ahead of schedule. Yeah. TCU shuts out Houston in the second half and gets a 36-13 win, and it really wasn't even that close for the Frogs. No, and, man, we're I'm spending a lot of time patting the two of us on the back, but that's another thing we called when we were talking about the Big 12 before the season, that Houston was going to be near the bottom. They were going to have a lot of trouble against Big 12 teams, and we saw that. Saturday, it started with TCU, and it will not end with TCU. Most of Houston's conference games, especially against teams that aren't the other three new schools, are probably going to look a lot like that. Well, I think the the problem with Houston, in and my BYU may too. <laughs> yeah, the problem with Houston, in my opinion, is look, they can hang with people through a half a game, mm-hmm. but when you get to the second half that roster is going to show itself because they don't have the depth that other Big 12 teams have, and it's going to be a problem for them going down the, down the stretch. Every, every time you say that, it reminds me of the good t- Baylor teams my whole life before they won the three Big 12 championships in that the good teams were really good. They had some great skill position guys. They had good all-around talent on both sides of the ball the first 22, but – they just didn't have much behind them. And mm-hmm. when you're talking about playing back then, teams like Nebraska and Oklahoma before they were in the Big 12, and th- you know, teams that their, their second team unit at back then was better than a lot of teams' first team units. Mm-hmm. And, yeah, it's, it's, you, you see that with Houston. It's, it's very, very similar. Good players, no depth, and you can't win like that in the Big 12. Kansas is 3-0. and at 31-24 over Nevada, look, that's a game they should win. But for Kansas to be 3-0, and I, I think that's a, that's a huge step forward for this program. Well, you gotta, when you've got a program like that that's been bad for as long as it has, one of the things you have to do is figure out how to win games that are closer than they should be against teams that you're supposed to probably beat pretty easily. Kansas – probably the last decade would have lost that game. But mm-hmm. now they're finding ways to win those games because they're a better team. No doubt. Two games on tonight for Monday Night Football in the NFL. Saints and Panthers coming up tonight at 6-15 and then followed by the Browns and the Steelers. And that game will be on ABC. One game on ESPN, one game on ABC. So you can pull the two TVs out, watch a little NFL football tonight. But the... Dallas Cowboys just absolutely they look like a cat playing with a mouse. It, they did against the Jets. Thirty to ten, and it shouldn't have been that close. No. But the Cowboys I this defense is absolutely one hundred percent for real. There is no mistaking that this is the best defense in the NFL through week through the first two weeks. I think it will be saying the same thing if they can stay healthy. No matter who they play, yeah. This defense can play with anybody. I heard a great stat on on, on ESPN as I was driving in. Uh, the ESPN has their, you know, they they predict 
the entire NFL schedule for every team, mm-hmm. and they readjusted after every week. They're according to their power index. According to ESPN's power index, and this includes a game against the 49ers, I believe, on the road. The only game right now, according to ESPN's power index, that the Cowboys are underdogs in is a road game, is the road game late in the season at Buffalo. They are favored in literally every other game, including on the road against San Francisco, which shocked me. But this defense is amazingly good. At every position, they have I no thought, weaknesses. I thought they would be good. I didn't think they'd be this good. And the thing that really flashes up for me, and I even after the game, I went back last night and, and watched the film again. This defense is so fast, <laughs> you just can't find an answer for it. No. It's incredibly fast how they they always align right, and then they're, they're so fast that you just – and Dan Quinn does a great job with how he disguises coverages and things like that. It just makes it mind-boggling. And for a young guy like Wilson, who's already kind of thrown into the fire and has trouble sometimes seeing coverages, it made it even harder for him yesterday. And it, I I haven't seen a defense this fast. Boy, and I hate to compare it. But since the Bears in 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 the eighties, or or the Ravens, you know when they won the Super Bowl, just yeah, flying all over the field. But I think this is a better defense than that Ravens defense. It may be. It's it's it's. I a, think it's a close second to the Bears right now. People were wondering why Dan Quinn was turning down head coaching jobs, including myself. Now I know this may. He's been doing this a long time. He's coached a lot of teams, a lot of defenses, including a team that should have won a Super Bowl. You mm-hmm. know, they should not have lost. Uh, that Falcons team should have won the Super Bowl. Shouldn't have lost uh, to they the Patriots. They the second half. Yeah, and it was the offense's fault. Yes. <laughs> I mean, just kept giving them great mm. field position and couldn't get and first gifts. downs. But I think the reason he stayed is he looked at this defense, and I don't want to put words in his mouth, but he may have said, I think he probably thought this may be one of the best defenses, if not the best defense that I've ever coached. We got a chance to win it all, so I'm staying here. Yeah, I, I haven't seen this good a defense since since the what was it, '88 Bears, that when they had yeah the Super Bowl uh, shuffle. Six. Yeah, I can't 86. remember. I don't know. I'm yeah. old. But and, and and on the offensive side of the ball for the Cowboys, how about uh, Ceedee Lamb getting 100 yards and a half? Oh, ends yeah. up with 143, but nobody gets 100 yards and a half. No, and the 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 secondary for the Jets is. One of the, it's not supposed they're not, to, no, no, they're good. Yeah, it's not supposed to be one of the best in the NFL. It is one of the best in the NFL. If you look at the stats, that's another great sign. CeeDee Lamb just toasted them the entire game. And they could not cover him. And he wasn't being protected by Cooks. No. He's not even in the lineup. Give I give, mean give credit to Tolbert. He I was mean, he, getting open the whole game. He was. You're right. I mean, but I mean Let's plug Brandon Cooks back into this lineup because oh, he could be a one on a lot of teams. Absolutely. How, how dangerous does it become then? Pollard gets 72 yards on 25 carries. Prescott was 255, two touchdowns. I mean, they just they did what they needed to do, and they looked comfortable on the offensive side of the ball almost the entire game. Yeah, the only, the only complaint that I think anyone would have is too many field goals. And that's true. And even Dak admitted that, hey, we have to get touchdowns. Mm-hmm. But they still scored 30 points. I mean, you can't you – know, you're, you're really nitpicking when you're talking about not enough touchdowns when the team scores 30. 
but they do. They need to finish more drives with touchdowns. But on the flip side of that, it also allowed you to see how awesome their new kicker is. And I was one of the biggest voices screaming, hey, what are they going to do about the kicking situation? This guy's not the answer. Well, after he missed that first extra points, and I 100% put that on nerves because of his background and, you know, coming from soccer and not football and on national TV, kicking for the Cowboys. Well, he's also standing over there with a Pepsi in his hand, and the defense scores, and all of a sudden, I I got to go out here and kick. That's another great point. He wasn't. He, it wasn't like the offense was driving, and he had a chance to get his mind right. Mm-hmm. He had to run out there after a defensive touchdown, and he's been perfect ever since. And I mean perfect. When he kicks field goals, you're not. Ooh, is it going to barely get in the upright? He's putting them right down the middle. It is. I just don't see any weaknesses right now, Ward. If they stay healthy, <laughs> and you know me, I, I would you knock on wood over there somewhere because I'm a Cowboy fan. I'm just I hate saying it out loud, <laughs> but they just look amazing. Even ESPN, who for the most part they're national guys, despise the Cowboys. They were saying uh, this team is dangerous. Yes, and 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 maybe the best and uh, 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 Carlin on the show before us actually said he, the Dallas Cowboys are the best team in the NFL, period. Oof. And I, I, think, I think that, but when I hear other people in the business, especially on, on ESPN National say it, I'm like, okay, because those guys don't like the Cowboys. So when they say it, it, it carries some weight. It does. It also scares me. It does. You don't want the hype train to get going too it's, much. It's been 30 years. And, you know, but look. The Jets, they played the Jets without Aaron Rodgers, but they, but still a Jets team with – That defense is still really, really good. Aaron Rodgers had nothing to do with how good that defense is, and that's a good defense, and you just hung 30 on them. Absolutely. That is, that is a legit top five, maybe top three defense in the entire NFL, and the Cowboys moved the ball effectively against them the whole game. It was – if you got complaints about yesterday's game, like I said, besides maybe you know finishing a more, few more drives with touchdowns instead of field goals – then I think you're nitpicking because that was about as dominant a performance in the first two weeks by the Cowboys as you could ask for. Cowboys get the win, and two games on Monday Night Football tonight makes me and Aaron very, very happy. All right, stay right there. We'll take the break. When we come back, we're going to switch to baseball. We'll talk a little Round Rock Express with one Mike Caps. Cross your fingers, we hope. That's coming up next. This is ESPN Central Texas. At Allen Samuels in Waco, we've got amazing deals that make you ask, why shop anywhere else? During Ram Power Days, get a new 2023 1500 Lone Star 4x4 Crew Cab, $11,000 off MSRP or 2.9% for 72 months. Or choose a new 2023 1500 Laramie 4x4 Crew Cab, $12,500 off MSRP or 2.9% for 72 months. That's right, we're making big deals, so hurry in today. Allen Samuels in Waco, the place to shop Ram Truck. For over 30 years, you've counted on the family of D'Amore Fine Jewelers to make life's most precious memories unforgettable. D'Amore specializes in full custom designs, including custom CAD renderings, 3D wax printing, and a team of friendly custom jewelry experts. D'Amore Fine Jewelers will be there for your custom engagement ring when she says yes, and for the next 30 years. 
Thank you for choosing DMRA Fine Jewelers. Okay, so what's the most important part about your house? Nope, it's not that bar or even the man cave. Think about it. The most important thing is your roof. It has to withstand all that Mother Nature can throw your way. So it makes sense to have the best. McAdams & Sons Roofing is your first choice when it comes to protecting your valuable asset. Experienced professionals using only the best materials. So for new construction, re-roofs, repairs, or remodels for composition and metal roofs, think McAdams & Sons Roofing first. And now McAdams & Sons Roofing are installing seamless gutters. They're insured and an A-plus rating on the BBB. McAdams & Sons Roofing will come out, take a look at your roof, and handle all the insurance process for you. Don't let any fly-by-night company look at your roof. Let a real professional you trust do the work for you. Put McAdams & Sons over 40 years of experience to go to work for you all over Central Texas. Check them out online at mcadamsroofing.com or give them a call at 254-799-2949 because you don't want a kid with your house's lid. You're listening to ESPN Central Texas, live from the Allen Samuel Studios. Extraco banks have made so much of our company growth possible. They tailor everything to us. We want to innovate and we're willing to take the risk, but they help us mitigate that risk, limit the downside, Jason Collier is more than just a banker to us. It's been a great partnership without which we could not have grown our business like we have. To learn more, visit extracobanks.com. Extraco Banks is member FDIC. Dooley Noted Law is a firm without the sledgehammer. I'm Michael Dooley, and you don't have to press one to talk. I'm not a fast food restaurant, and I don't wear a suit and tie unless you want me to. I've met so many Central Texans who want to start a business with an online service. Cheap on the front end, but it creates a poor foundation. Duly Noted Law creates an affordable, strong base to keep the money that you've earned in your pocket. Let's meet at dulynoted.com, a human side of the law. Want to celebrate the Bears' big win or watch every road game on big screen TVs? Sound up loud and Bear fans all around. The Buckle is where you need to be. With a location just off campus, within walking distance of the stadium, the Buckle is a perfect den for food and beverages. Open two hours before kickoff. And get ready for the Buckle's full restaurant, opening in China Spring real soon. Drop on by the Buckle, the place for bears to be. At Lewis Insurance Group, we work for our customers, not the insurance companies. Let us take care of all your insurance needs, your business, your home, your farm and ranch. We want to serve you with all your insurance needs. We have over 100 carriers, and we write and shop our insured rates annually to make sure you're getting the best rates available. At Lewis Insurance Group, we have 50 years combined experience and the best customer service in the business. Call Lewis Insurance Group today at 254-753-2505. Listen to ESPN Central Texas online at CentexSportsFan.com. And welcome back to the Press Box here on ESPN Central Texas. Ward White's Aaron Sexton along with you. Trying to reach Mike Caps. They are traveling right now, so there may be problems at the airport, and that's understandable because we've all had problems at the airport trying to get checked in and get to where we're going. Round Rock taking on Tacoma tonight with a one-game lead. 
heading into uh, the final couple of series of the season and uh, trying to get into the playoffs. And look, that's a good sign, not only from the Round Rock Express, but for Ranger fans as well, because of the fact that they, these are the guys that you're going to be counting on in not too distant a future for the Rangers to continue to get better and be that team that wants to make a push for the playoffs and, and be able to get into where they want to go. So uh, they head to Tacoma after a um, series win. And now the Express will see if they can keep that going. One thing about the Express, I want to announce uh, that uh, I told Mike that I would. There will be the Nolan Ryan Foundation Dinner and Golf Tournament has been announced for October the 15th for the dinner. And it will not only feature Nolan Ryan, but also David Robinson will be there. And so if you'd like to make plans to go to that coming up, uh, that should be a whole lot of fun. Anytime that you can play golf with some dignitaries from uh, the Express and San Antonio Spurs, David Robinson, uh, it, it it will be a whole lot of fun. So if you're a golfer, you can get involved in that. Just go to uh, the Express website, and it is roundrockexpress.com. That will get you there for that at Dell Diamond coming up. But on the road, and so Mike is traveling. Did we forget to knock on wood Friday when we were talking about the Rangers? I don't know what we did, <laughs> but we did something very, very wrong. They were rolling. They had won six straight. And uh, and, and that may be the, the problem. I said, you know, they're, they're on a six-game winning streak. They're sitting there for that wild card, which I thought none of us uh, would would be able to do it. Mike just texted. He said, give me five minutes. I'm in the line at the TIA. So there you go. That's He's getting checked out. So let's talk a little bit of Rangers, and then we'll get to Mike Caps quickly before he has to get on a on an airplane here in about five minutes. But for the Texas Rangers, yeah, I I, I don't know what happened. Uh, I'm sure they don't know what happened. But I guess that's what you have when you have a baseball team that you really didn't expect to even be in this situation. And so Ranger fans probably have a little bit of whiplash because all of a sudden you're looking in, Hey, this, this team's got it back on track. We're going to be okay. We're going to, we're going to have a shot at the wild card. Right. And then all of a sudden you go into Cleveland and, and you get swept by a bad, a, I'm not talking just a little bit. I'm talking a bad guardians baseball team. Yeah. It's luckily for the Rangers. The Mariners' hot streak ended, and they are now struggling. They still lead them by a game for the last wild card spot. They are a half a game behind the Twins for the second wild card spot, mm-hmm. and they're not catching Tampa Bay. Obviously, they're nine games ahead of them, but they could still pass Toronto for that second wild card spot. And they're only a game and a half behind Houston. So if they could get on another win streak, they could still win the division. But it was a rough weekend. Despite that, they're still in really good shape to make the playoffs if they can start winning, and that's got to start tonight because time's running out. It is running out. You're right. And and how big are these seven games against Seattle going to be? 
They're huge. Yeah. You, I mean, that's face to face. I I think this series against Boston starting tonight is going to be. Boston really playing great. Yeah, it's going to be really important that you find a way to win this series. You at least have to take one out of this series, right? You you can't get swept. Uh, but Boston playing really good. One good note for the Texas Rangers coming up on that is that they could have an opportunity to get Josh Young back. And if they can get Josh Young back because of they're in this race, it gives them an opportunity to see exactly, one, how, how good he is, and two, can he help this club moving forward? Now, look, he's not going to be 100%. Make no mistake about it. He's not going to be 100%. Just not. But he certainly will give a lift to that clubhouse just by being back in that clubhouse, in my opinion. Right now, it is the one and only Mike Caps from the Round Rock Express. Hello, Mike. I'm sorry about the airport. Uh, no, no, no. You, you ha- I, had a, uh, I had a life-changing moment here. Um, <laughs> I was in the TSA pre-line going to Seattle, and I said, will you hurry the hell up? I'm about to be on the air in Waco with Ward White. And they go, come right through. Come right through. Damn, I didn't know you were that connected, dude. Hey, sometimes you just got to be lucky, better than good, you know? That's that's the story of my whole life. What are you talking about? Mike with us. You guys are hitting the road, and you've got some games coming up and Tacoma coming up tomorrow, but these are all getting to where it's a fun time because you're heading or trying to fight and head for the playoffs. That's right. It's uh, We switched back this year to a uh, an old Texas League style first and second half of seasons, and Oklahoma City just ran away with the first half. Uh Oddly enough, much like El Paso ran away with the first half in 2000 when we were in the Texas League and mm-hmm. beat them in the second half and beat them out for playoff spot and ended up winning the Texas League. So there's, it, 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 I've been sitting here for 23 years, and I will tell you, this is as close. I mean, we've, we've made AAA playoffs before. Right. But this is this is outside of that 2019 Astros team we had. Uh, that the Astros took four of our best guys and sat them on the bench, and we went to Sacramento and got our butts kicked. This is this is the team that's close to being as good as they they were four years ago. When you this look at Mike, when you look at what this team has been able to do, and I'm talking about the Express, does it help something that you just mentioned? The Rangers are kind of playing and looking for a wild card spot, so they're not going in looking and, and pulling guys up that say, hey, okay, we need to get this guy 100 bats or we need to get this guy some time in, in the big leagues just to get him a little bit of taste in it to make him that much better even next year if he's still in Round Rock. We have the opportunity to give them a chance to come up. Well, Rangers really haven't done that because of the situation they're in. Has this helped the Express? Well, Ward, they have and they haven't. Now, they took Jonathan Ornelas, who's mm-hmm. a really good infielder. He's been up. Uh, they took our best reliever, Jake Latz, uh, who is 97 in your face. And why he's not been up 
before now, that you could say, well, that, that's probably going to hurt you. Well, we got a new left-hander in from Frisco who's bigger than Lats is and throws his harder, harder. And we've got a right-hander that throws 102 and actually hits targets. Um, so it's so difficult to quantify what is and what isn't in, mm-hmm. at this time of the year because Major League General Managers uh, just have a mind of their own. And, and it's to, to answer that question correctly, I don't think there's a correct answer. Right. Because the, the, the triple – you and I have talked about this before many times on the air. Triple A rosters are so fluid. Mm-hmm. I mean, we're going to end up – we're going to end up running better than 90 players, different players through here. Wow. Unless I miss my guess before the season's over. And so, so everybody is responsible for being productive, obviously. And some have been obviously more than others, mm-hmm. but the one thing that has stood the test of time for this team, much the same as it did for the 2019 team and those other triple A and double A teams that have gone to the playoffs or won something is clubhouse. It is huge. And I don't think people put enough emphasis on that at the major league level, because let's just, let's just look at San Diego, all that money, all that talent, bet your money. I haven't read this, bet your money. They got clubhouse issues, right? You won the best. Uh, and so, so I think, the clubhouse chemistry we've had and maintained through this season has, has been huge, huge. And more, you know, it, for the first time in the almost 30 years I've been in baseball, I was invited to talk to the team mm-hmm. and what, what an honor, number one. Right. And, and I thought, I, I thought they were jacking with me and saying, Hey, look, look, uh, Come on in here and talk. I'm thinking, yeah, this is going to get on the internet, and somebody's going to do something stupid. <laughs> I don't want part of it because that's just the way a lot of them roll, and they know I roll that way, and so they thought that'd be funny. That wasn't what happened. The manager actually came up to me and said, uh, "We need you to talk to us at 4:45 today." Okay, so we did, and I just emphasized to them they have a chance to do something no no other Round Rock team's ever done. That's won a national championship. Mm-hmm. We take, we take care of business out in Tacoma. We can end up in Oklahoma City against them, and then who knows from there. It's just the, it's the craziest. I guess it's what keeps me attracted to it is that you don't know what's coming at you then one minute to the next. Sure. It's just wild stuff, wild stuff. And that's what makes this level of baseball so exciting too, though, Mike, because you do see so many faces, and you do see – an opportunity for it to go a different direction, but this team has not done that. No matter who comes in that clubhouse, somebody's got a hold of that clubhouse, and it makes it be consistent, and that's a really hard thing to do in AAA baseball is be consistent. Well, because, you know, so many so many at AAA are frustrated that they haven't had sure. a long enough time to prove themselves in the big leagues. And there's a lot there's there's a lot to that. There's a lot of that that's not untrue. The other side of it is the seven or eight or ten, I guess, core members of this team were here at the start 
have absolutely killed it. They've had career numbers. Uh, they lean on each other. And all of that ends up, it, it's just like positive energy everywhere. And it's, you, you just, athletics, business, whatever, if you don't have collegiality and you don't have the person working next to you, you don't have their back, go find something else to do. Mm-hmm. Because it's it's just, it, you say, well, it's an individual sport. Well, yeah, in terms of individual numbers, but it's a team sport simply because you can't do, you couldn't play a game without a third baseman. Right. Or a pitcher or a shortstop or a center fielder. I mean, you could, but it, it'd look like some of my seven-year-old grandson's uh, <laughs> t-ball team. You know, but, but I'm, uh, yeah, and it, that's funny, but it's also true. And I just, you know, I get so excited about this stuff anyway. That's great. Well, the other thing is what what helps that as well is you got to know how to put these guys on a lineup card to where if you've got to protect somebody in the lineup or you need somebody in the lineup in the eighth or ninth slot that can juice the top of the lineup to give you an opportunity just to get men on base so you can push them around the bags you got to be able to do that, too, on a daily basis. And, it, and Round Rock's been able to do that consistently all year long. All year long. And, and, and it goes back to what I, you and I talked about this early, early in the season. Rangers have gone back to hiring guys at the AAA level who actually played in the uh, – managers and coaches who actually played at least at the AAA level, if not in the big leagues, and know what they're doing. Making out those lineup cards have been there and done that. Mm-hmm. Uh, you know, it's and the managers we've had who didn't have that experience were good guys. Don't misunderstand; they're really good guys. Right. At the end of the day, you just absolutely have to have that veteran leadership. Hey, the Rangers have found that out with Bochi and Mike Maddox and mm-hmm. those guys. Mm-hmm. So it should come as no surprise that they do it at AAA because it's the finishing school for crying out loud. Mike Capps with us here on the Press Box on ESPN Central Texas. And, Mike, what does it say about what Round Rock has been able to do this year and what the Rangers have been able to do this year about this farm system? Because remember when the Rangers were in the World Series and so close, thanks, Nelly Cruz, to to getting a World Series, but that farm system has come back and you just got to have that for your big league team to be good, don't you? Well, and you got to make the right trades, too. Mm-hmm. Some of these kids came over in trades. But, but here again, farm systems are their own little bitty nightmare waiting to happen. Because mm-hmm. if you miss on a draft pick, probably you're going to miss on two or three, and that, that, that turns into a vicious cycle sometimes. That hasn't happened here. And, and uh, gosh, every time they made a change, somebody's gone up. We've gotten somebody in that's as good or better uh, or maybe has a bigger top side. So from that standpoint, you can't, you can't argue. It's just been great. When you look at what the possibilities are for this Express team, how excited do you get as a baseball guy? Well, I have had my heart broken so many times. 
you know, and, and my butt kicked up between my teeth so many times. Um, I, I, I quietly, this is such a chicken answer. <laughs> quietly optimistic. There you go. Nothing wrong doesn't with that, that. Doesn't that just make you want to go throw up to hear that? No, I it, I, I get it. I've been there. I know. <laughs> yeah, I know you. I know you know. But it's, <laughs> at the end of the day, if it wasn't so much fun, I, I wouldn't give a rip about doing it. But it is. Um, I have so many of these kids through the years that still talk to me and call up and want to know how I'm doing, and I do the same to them. And that's my wife Karen calls it my ministry, and I think. To a, to a big extent, it really is, and it's you just—it's all about life's all about relationships, and baseball is all about relationships and clubhouses, and, and being able to do things that other people can't do. And so, what's not to get excited about? Absolutely, Mike Caps with us here on the press box. Mike, I wanted to ask you too. I know you got to go, but I wanted to ask you, what are some no, names? I don't have to leave till two o'clock. I can stay around all you want. Okay, yeah, good. I, we could, sing songs. we could we could we could have callers and, and, and like we'd wear everybody out yes we would you and i could just have fun what are some of the names other than the obvious ones that ranger fans need to keep an eye out for justin foscue mm-hmm. second baseman third baseman outstanding um zach kent Okay. Right handed pitcher. Uh, really lost. Uh, basically, he started with us and then got hurt. Mm-hmm. And we got him back, I guess it was eight starts ago. And he's one of these guys that throws 97, 98. But that's not what he does. What he does is use his secondary pitches. I mean, this is a legitimate major league starter waiting to happen. And he went three innings yesterday against um, against Las Vegas and just dominated. Well, he gave up a run, but it was a scratch run, and we came back and won the game anyway. But but just seeing him grow up, um, we got a couple of bullpen guys um, – that a lefty and a righty that are both just dangerous. Antoine Kelly's the left-hander, and uh, Alex Spees is the right-hander. Uh, Spees, one one comes easily out of his hand. Wow. And the only thing that gets – occasionally he'll have a blip on the radar where, you know, somebody's going to wear one on the backside – or uh, one will fly about 10 feet up on the screen. That's got to get fixed, obviously. Mm-hmm. Mm-hmm. Although you, you can make it, I don't know, maybe people don't remember the name Ryan Duran. It was a reliever for the Yankees, and he wore Coke bottle lens glasses. Mm-hmm. And when he warmed up, he would try to throw it up on the screen or in the dirt, scare the on deck hitter, and nine <laughs> times out of ten, it worked. This, it worked. Is, this is where I wish Spees would go, but he's. he's and they're great character kids. And the other one that I want to tell you about is a right-handed reliever named Mark Church. Okay. And there's a great there's a great story about him. When he came up to us uh, in June, he's he's six three and a half, almost six four, and he's about two hundred pounds, but he's only twenty two years old. 
I'm thinking, ooh, ooh. Mm-hmm. Well, he's throwing 91, 93, occasionally hits 94. And I'm thinking, what are they doing? This guy's going to get lit up. Well, Spees comes to us. It turns out Spees and Church grew up about four miles from each other. Oh, really? In, in Atlanta. And, and they knew each other. And so Spees comes up after church. And the first time out for church, he's going 96, 97, touches 98. <laughs> I'm going like, what? So the next day in the clubhouse, I go, church, what the hell is going on here? He goes, well, my man got here. I had to pick it up a notch. <laughs> now, people people don't consider that that kind of thing goes on in this business, but it does. Mm-hmm. And, it, and and But who cares who lights the fire as long as the fire gets lit, right? That's right. So. <laughs> greatness. It's just, that is it, greatness. It, it is. I'm so lucky to be me and see these kids grow up because it's, it's like they come in, some of them, in their early to mid-20s, and their eyeballs are big as saucers. And it's a huge step from double-A AA to triple-A. It, I don't. I, I, the way it is now, I think it's a bigger step from AAA to the big league than it, than it ever has been. But all of that argumentative BS aside, uh, <laughs> watching them grow up is just—it's incredible. It's incredible, and they all—I've never seen anybody push and shove. Another one that might not make the Rangers' radar, but who will on another major league team? Or in Japan, is a kid named Elier Hernandez. Okay. Hernandez, we've known since he was a baby in Omaha back in 18. And he's grown into his man muscles and man body. And I'm telling you, this guy is, is a foul pole to foul pole center fielder. He's uh, six, two and a half, 215, runs like a deer, uh, 17 bombs. Uh, 15 steals, uh, leads the league in doubles with 34, leads the league in hits with 157. I mean, just had a 26-game hitting streak, by the way, and hit four-something over that streak. He had 15 multiple-hit games in the 26. Wow. Now, you see long streaks. Right. But it's a lot, there's a lot of one-for-fours or one-for-threes mm-hmm. or one-for-fives. No, 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 no. He he ran off a streak of like like fourteen multiple hit games of the fifteen. Wow! I mean, you're talking about somebody that was locked in. This team won fourteen in a row and then nineteen of twenty two. That was after, and here's the craziness: that was after they lost ten straight in May. Now what? Wow! Wow! That's cr- incredible. Yeah. This is this is. Uh, roller coaster ride. <laughs> Mike Camps with us here on the press box, and Mike, the author of Grinders, a great baseball book, folks. If you haven't picked Thank this up, go to Amazon and get it. If you're a baseball fan, if you're a sports fan, or if you just like to read good books, you need to pick this up from Mike Caps. You can get it on Amazon. It is absolutely a wonderful book, Mike. You're a gentleman and a scholar. We had fun writing it, and we've got another plan for it'll be. Two years probably that it's grinders and grace oh nice so you can figure where that one's going yes i can't wait round rock yeah. express hitting the road taking on tacoma in uh, the seattle mariners affiliate 
and that will start tomorrow, 8.05 first pitch, and you can hear Mike uh, on the air at rrexpress.com. Mike, appreciate the time as always, sir. Listen, stop. Let me just tell you this as you're closing, and if you run into a break, charge me for the overtime. (laughs) Uh, You you don't know how much I appreciate being on because I was raised over in Fairfield. Mm -hmm. spent a lot of time in Waco and, and growing up. And it's uh, it's just it's thrill packed adventure to get to come on with you. I appreciate it. No, I appreciate you very much. I look forward to Anytime. seeing you soon. Have a safe Anytime. trip, Mike. Have a great call, okay. and I'll I'll be listening okay. tomorrow night. We'll do it. All right, thanks, bud. There he goes, Mike Caps, Round Rock Express. Stay right there. We got more coming up right after this on ESPN Central Texas. Established in 2007 and independently owned, Alliance Bank Central Texas is committed to helping families and businesses meet their financial goals. From their tellers to their board of directors, they know the importance of superior service and competitive products. Customers have confidence knowing that their financial business is in good hands. Alliance Bank Central Texas with two Waco locations, also in Temple and Georgetown and at AllianceBankTexas.com. Member FDIC and equal housing lender. Are you stuck in a nine to five trap with a limited pay structure and feel like there's no way out, but you know that you're destined for greater things? At Globe Life Giddens Organization, opportunity is unlimited. My name is Parker, a recent Baylor alum who is looking to be in business for myself, but not by myself. And I'm not only on my way to make over six figures within my first year, but I'm building residual income while doing so. We're looking for competitive, motivated individuals to join our team. For career opportunity, text GLOBE to 41372. GLOBE to 41372. I'm Amy Hunter, owner of Jeff Hunter Toyota. As you know, there's a lot of road construction in front of our dealership. Improvements are being made every day. And new Toyotas are arriving every day. All kinds of makes and models with new and exciting features. The Toyota brand is a leader in the automotive world in both popularity and reliability. Stop by and let us prove it to you. Shop Jeff Hunter Toyota. Toyota quality. Waco values. Find sports news, streaming, and show podcast at CentexSportsFan.com. Make your vehicle look and run like new again at CNC Collision Center. They're your locally owned and operated location for paint and body repairs, frame straightening, spray and bed liners, and wheel alignments. CNC Collision Center offers free estimates, and they will also come to you for vehicle pickup and delivery. Have your car restored to its original beauty at CNC Collision Center, 5849 North Highway 6 in Spiegelville, at cnccollisioncenter.com, and find them on Facebook. It's no exaggeration to say QC Kinetics can change your life. Hey, it's Matt Mosley from ESPN Central Texas. QC Kinetics is advanced regenerative medicine. They take your body's own concentrated healing properties and put them right into your joint to restore and repair that damaged tissue that's causing all of that horrible pain. The patient satisfaction reports are astonishing. Finally, a real alternative to the old ways of dealing with with pain. If you have constant pain in your knees, hip, shoulder, or back, uh, or neck for me, you need to call and get a free consultation for the medical professionals at QC Kinetics today. QC Kinetics and see how the latest advances in precision regenerative medicine can attack your pain and bring you lasting relief. Now is the best time to get started. 254-415-4100. Again, 254-415-4100. QC Kinetics 254 415 4100. 
Since 1975, Schmaltz's Sandwich Shop has been serving their one-of-a-kind sandwiches, soups, and salads to hungry Central Texans. They start early in the morning baking their homemade artisan bread. The sandwiches are oven-toasted, giving the bread a crunchy crust covering and a soft and dry, airy center. Ask for everyone's favorite, the Schmaltz. Combination of three cheeses, three meats, and all the fixings. They welcome phone-in orders at their Town West or Downtown locations. Waco Born and Bread, Schmaltz's Sandwich Shop. Well, we didn't have a hurricane on Saturday afternoon, <laughs> but we had some lightning and rain delays around the Central Texas area, including the Baylor game and the UMHB game. Got How kicked off three hours late. Okay. Y'all, yeah. were, y'all were three hours late for the kickoff. We, the lightning, first lightning strike was literally like right at the beginning of halftime. Mm-hmm. Um, and it ended up being a little over two hours, about two hours and ten minutes, I think, delayed the Baylor game because of lightning strike. You know, it has to be 30 minutes. If it's within five or six miles? No, 15 miles. 15 you, miles. 15 miles, you have to delay 30 minutes. 30 minutes, yeah. So For, for every strike within 15 so miles. So I would be so talking to strikes, John. You get to 29 minutes, it strikes again, another 30 minutes. Yep, there was a few times when that happened. Like We were down to less than, well, we were about seven or eight minutes from maybe coming back to the teams coming back out on the field, and then lightning and the clock resets. So, mm. But we filled, and, you know, we, we made the best of it, and, Got through the delay. The lucky thing for us is we never got to get on the air because at 10.15 before the pregame even started, there was a lightning delay already. They took the teams off the field because the kickers and punters were already out there getting warmed up. Nope, you got to get in. They evacuated the entire stadium uh, and sent them all into the student union uh, across the street or across the the way from the press box uh, on the visitor side. And then it it started getting – dark and then it started coming in and boy it it rained and rained so we never actually got to get on the air which was a little bit of a blessing for myself and john walling because we <laughs> didn't have to fill for three hours yes. we were able to just push the pregame back and make announcements hey this game's being delayed so we kind of knew what that was but we just sat in the press box and that was i mean look it's it's not a grueling deal, but it was just like, okay, let's get this going. I don't it's like watching it, paint dry. Yeah. Yes. <laughs> yeah. yeah, I don't know. I'll have to ask John during his show today. That may have been the longest weather delay during a game because I, I was at the Kansas State game, um, and I don't even remember what year that was, but mm-hmm. where they had a couple of lightning delays. But I believe that was about maybe an hour, a little over. Right. This was a little longer than that. But uh, give credit to John and the crew. They did a great job of filling the time. He talked – with Mac Rhodes, uh, he talked with Jerry Hill. You know. Yeah, you start scrambling, run around yes. the press box. Hey, uh, you, come here. <laughs> right, and he he was able to get it. You know, with those two, a couple of people who were you know really interesting to listen to and Absolutely. had some things to say. So Absolutely, it, it, it worked out as well as it could. Tip of the cap to John for being able to get that done. That's, absolutely, that's not an easy thing to do, folks. It's not. It's yeah. not an easy thing. Oh, at all. absolutely not. I would I've, be. I've gone through. I would like be having almost, a panic attack. I've gone through about two and a half, three hour lightning delay, and then they decided, well, we'll just come back tomorrow and finish. <laughs> Those are the worst. And that was the yeah, that you was could have already been wrapped up and Yeah, that was awful. Yeah. It was awful. That's no fun to do that. I didn't I knew we didn't have to worry about that. Or I was ninety nine point nine percent sure. <laughs> like they were just gonna wait it out because it was one big cell. It wasn't like the whole state of Texas was mm-hmm. getting rain. So right. I knew they would wait that out and we'd get 
it restarted eventually. It was just a matter of Plus, you had a time. bigger window when you start at 11 a.m. than you, when you start at like 8 o'clock at night. That's a great point and 100% true. Yeah, when you, when you start at 11 a.m., the weather delays can last pretty much as long as they need to, and you can still <laughs> play that day. <laughs> it would take a pretty, pretty big storm to make that game get postponed. Even though we're in delays, I have no complaints because it was so nice to see the rain, and we all needed in Central Texas. Absolutely. So, all right, Monday Night Football coming up tonight. Once again, Saints and Panthers, uh, and that will be well, kind of an early game, a little bit hour earlier. And then Browns and Steelers, which is the best game? Browns and Steelers, but I I I thought it would – it's early in the season. They both played one game, but I don't know. I think I would have thought it's a better game before seeing both teams week one. Mm -hmm. Cleveland dominated a very good Cincinnati team. I know they're on two, but they also lost to a good Baltimore team yesterday. Mm -hmm. And Pittsburgh looked terrible their first week. Now they had to play the San Francisco 49ers. They're going to make a lot of teams look bad, but very good. We'll, we'll get a better idea of where both teams are at tonight. So I think that'll be the better game. But I'm also looking forward to Carolina. I want to watch Bryce Young, you know, continue to develop. And and I've got uh, Chris Olave going for me in one of my big fantasy leagues. Oh, that'll help. I need yeah. All I need is him to basically outscore Najee Harris or not get outscored by five points by Najee Harris, and, and I'll win. So the biggest okay. thing for me tonight is I want to see can Derek Carr keep it going for New Orleans because he had a really good game in game one, 305 yards, one TD, did have an interception, but he played well, and he helped this team beat a 1-0. Mm-hmm. Can he continue that in New Orleans? That's that's intriguing to me. He's got good receivers, so I'll say yes. Okay, They do have really good receivers, probably third best in the league behind the Cowboys and the Dolphins. All right, J-Mo coming up at 2 o'clock, followed by Matt Mosley. You'll have uh, all the way till 6 o'clock tonight. Don't forget over on our sister station on Fox Sports Central Texas starting at 6.15 tonight. we got the UMHB Coaches Show live from Chef's Barbecue, so tune in for that over on our sister station, plus Rangers Baseball right here on ESPN Central Texas. That's going to do it for us on a Monday. For Aaron Sexton, I'm Ward White. Until next time, so long, everybody. This is ESPN Central Texas. Hey folks, Gary Scott here with Jim Turner Chevrolet. September is the month to buy a Chevrolet truck. On every 2023 Silverado, you can take advantage of 0% for 36 months or as low as 3.9% for 72 months. Combine this with fantastic trade-in values, award-winning service department, and award-winning body shop, and zero gimmicks. It's a no-brainer. So give us a call, 254-840-3261, or shop us 24-7 at turnerschevy.com. And remember folks, we're just a heartbeat away at McGregor. We'll treat you like family. Bye. And sports news, streaming, and show podcast at SyntexSportsFan.com. The moment you see those flashing lights, you think, this can't happen to me. I lost a girlfriend. I lost a job because I was in jail. Learn about the real costs of drunk driving at FacesOfDrunkDriving.com. Sponsored by From the Alan Samuels Dodge Chrysler Jeep Ram Studios, this is KRZI Waco, K222DC Waco, K265DV Temple, ESPN Central Texas.